Welcome to the Lion's Den with Seth, a podcast where progressive men and women can learn and teach each other the ways of the land. The Lion's Den is where royalty comes to counsel. Ladies and gentlemen, your host, Seth. Yo, 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 what's going on, everybody? Want to welcome y'all to another episode of the Lion's Den with Seth. I'm one of your hosts, Seth. Hopefully everything is good with you. You're enjoying your weekend and everything is nice and smooth. Don't trip out on my uh, right, on my outfit. If you don't know, ask somebody. This is how we get down, all right? I've been here, right? It's not like I'm new to this. I've been used to this. You understand? Nevertheless, we're getting ready to get it in to introduce the rest of the den, all right? Big Will, how you feeling, bro? Yo, what's going on, self? Hey, you're not lying, brother. You've been getting in for a minute with those direct routes to the motherland, I tell you. But, hey, you know what we talk about, about connectivity, about people doing things for other people, especially those people that need it the most. So I'm really excited to get into it with brother today when we talk about bridging that gap because we need more of that in this society versus all this opposition and people just being haters. So, yeah. hey, looking to get it in, brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Absolutely. So, and, and also, ladies and gentlemen, if you are watching us live, no matter where you are at, give us a hashtag. Where you at? Hashtag what? Wyoming or whatever. And if you're on Facebook, make sure you go to StreamYard.com forward slash Facebook just so that your comments and your interaction can be posted. All right. Next big her what it is, bro. How you feeling? No, uh, uh, look, see, see, you muted. See, you ain't used to it. <laughs> yo, yo. What hey, up? Hey, man, it's been a busy day, brother. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Um, back into my car, like the old days of how I used to do it. Apologize for that. Just closed on our house, but I ain't got nothing in the house yet. So I'm not, I'm hey. not really, hey, I'm not really ready. Man, listen, yo, bring y'all in just yet. Yo, yo, you don't owe anybody no excuses. You know what I'm talking about? Look, how many people you know you dig our age that's getting new cribs? You feel me? Like it's like the, the like our, our kids don't want to even go home, don't want to leave the crib. You see what I'm saying? You're getting your own. So congratulations, bro. You ain't got to apologize for that shit. You know what I'm saying? First folding chair in there, I'm gonna be all right. You know what I mean? <laughs> but check this out. You know what I mean? The piggyback that favorite military word to piggyback off of what uh Big we gonna Will stop said. that don't don't piggyback <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna piggyback on what will just said right <laughs> hey man i mean honestly when we talk about bridging the gap and with this guest coming on um i'm excited about it because we we, we got to get there together you know many many times we try to stomp on people's feet or try to leave people behind we would get there faster if we got there together oh wait and another I'm, another thing I'm excited about, man, is we got black on the show. You know what I mean? We got black coming on, you know, one the founder of us mentoring us, you know what I mean? Intelligent brother, man. I'm ready to hear his questions and um and, and get to know him a little better as well. Yes, yes, yes. Ladies and gentlemen, I want y'all to help me welcome, help the den welcome from the UMU Us Mentoring Us Black. What up, though? Hey, what up, what up, what up? Hey, <laughs> look, so hey, so you finally on this side of the uh, of the mic, you feel me? Yeah, yep. I, I don't have to do all behind the scenes stuff. Hey, so first and foremost, I would like to shout out to you, brothers. Um, so a lot of people out there talking a lot of the talk, but you guys are actually doing it out here. So this platform that you're using to motivate, mentor, and grow um the next generation of leaders, the next generation of uh whether it be military or civilian leaders, um, I appreciate what you guys are doing. No doubt, no doubt. 
Appreciate you, man. Yo, it ain't easy. You know what I'm talking about? You know it ain't easy, right? Yeah, so I, I appreciate I appreciate you allowing me to help on your platform as well, you know, connecting the dots, man, because you can't do it by yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, we're going to give you the honors to uh, introducing our guest for this evening. All right, Lions Den uh, viewers. So this evening we have with us a special guest, uh, Chief Master Sergeant Kendrick Jones, a.k.a. Dr. Kendrick Jones, a.k.a. KJ. So he's here with us this evening. He's going to talk about bridging the gap. So the whole premise of this show is uh, bridges, not barriers. So we have to grow the next leaders. We have to grow the next generation. We have to lean on each other and grow. So without further ado, floor is yours, Chief. Yo, ho. yo, ho. Hey, man. So, so, Abe, I appreciate you, brothers, man. I really appreciate you, brothers. First and foremost, big shout out to uh, Seth. Big shout out to UMU for uh, keeping the lights on, man, and, and, and tackling the tough conversations out there that, uh, that frankly, many people don't even uh, dare, dare, dare tackle. So thank you for doing that. Uh, also, you know, um, I really appreciate the fact that you're having me on here to talk about some of the efforts that we have going on with regard to dealing with some of the uncomfortable situations that are going on in our society. About hanging out with you guys. I know you guys are gonna tee up some 90, 90 mile per hour uh, fast pitch. I'm ready to try to hit him out the park, man. But I'm gonna start with the base sit. So who's up first? Oh, you know what? <laughs> so listen, I don't know where, where people get this whole misconception that that, that we just extra right. I like like this the hot seat. It's not. It's the lion's day. You know what I'm talking about. And you know what? It's only open to real men and women. You feel me? So if you win, you can take the heat. But before we get into it, we got to take a time and a moment for our sponsors. All right. So y'all. Just stand by and we'll get it in. Monique Slater is a top negotiating, award-winning real estate agent in San Antonio, Texas. Her focus is on educating and empowering individuals on building generational wealth through home ownership while providing exceptional service with integrity and excellence. Although her heart is for serving first-time homeowners and the military community, her clientele ranges from $100,000 to $2.5 million. Monique has developed an awesome team that can get individuals into a home. Mention you heard this ad on the Lion's Den with Seth and get a $500 rebate from Monique at closing. After servicing in the Air Force for over 28 years, retired Chief Slater has a massive network so she can connect you with an awesome agent anywhere in the U.S. and your referral will get a special gift card from Monique. If you're in the San Antonio area or relocating there, give Monique a call first to help you find your dream home. Her number is 210-237-7268. Yo, 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 yo. All right, look, welcome back. So if you're just getting back to the Lions, then welcome first of all the second of all we got a nice lineup we got my man's black here from umu shout out to you yo oh we got a sign now right home <laughs> and then then we got kj dr chief kj so you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna give it up to black since you are guest man what, what's your what's your question for the chief man all right so chief my question is is a leadership related question so as leaders in the air force we have to lead people with uh different opinions, different mindsets, right? And we talk about bridging that gap. There's there's folks that are kind of dug in on both sides of their of the aisle as far as their opinions are, are related. So how do you navigate the waters of leading those that don't necessarily 
um, have the best interest of the collective in mind? Uh, I, I would tell you, it, leadership really isn't something that's exclusive to the Air Force. It's period, leadership period. So the biggest barrier, I think, to effective leadership is understanding someone else's perspective. I'm going to let that marinate for a second. Understanding their perspective. If you can't understand someone else's perspective, then you're not going to be able to connect with them. So so I would tell you, I, I shared a story about the Confederate flag. Uh, it was it was a passionate one. And, and in that, I had an individual who whose lineage fought in the wars associated with the Confederate flag. Now, I, I feel strongly about the Confederate flag. I do. It's emotional. I'm from Mississippi. But I had to understand the perspective that he had in order to connect with him to lead him or to build a relationship with him. So it's something that it, it speaks to the nonprofit that we're looking at forming as well. If we're if we don't have the emotional intelligence to be able to lower it a decibel or two and be able to understand someone else's perspective, then we're not going to be effective at leading them. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's extremely dope. And we're we going to get into the bridge. Trust me, we're we going to get into that. But I want I want individuals to understand the type of brother that you are. All right. This isn't this isn't just something that you fall into. OK, you have to have that heart of servitude to begin with. And a lot of individuals that come into the military, we're here to serve. That's one thing to understand. But it doesn't have to stop when you, the uniform change. You understand you actually the military, in my perception, in my thought process, trains you how to be a a, a, a leader, but to continuously help build up individuals especially in the ways that you see that you can help, right? So <clears throat> how do you think, well, when was it that you knew that you want to be, or, or you want to continue to be a part of the, the change that you saw needed to happen outside of the base? Well, you know, you know, school, I mean, can I call you school? Can it's I call you school? Hey, look, that's what it is. Ain't okay, okay. <laughs> you know, we go back. So, okay, so 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 it really it really is it's about your personality, man. So I, I I share a short story, man. We were at Moody Air Force Base back in 2002. Uh, we had I don't know if you guys remember or not, but there was a uh, there was a there was a bad some bad press that happened there in Moody. It was about uh you know some airmen who were selling uh you know not good things to bad guys downtown. Um, and, and I tell you, it, immediately on the base, everybody was like, man, how could they? How could they do that? How the, could they, you know, put the Air Force in that position? Blah, 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 blah. Well, here's my response. What's their story? What's their story? So if you're familiar with Moody, I know Blackjack, you had, you're in Knob Nash, Missouri, so you can, you can relate. <laughs> if you're familiar with Moody, ain't much going on in Moody in 2003. And this is before social media. So cats are bored. And if they're staying on base, they don't have much to do. So, so what I did, I challenged the, the leadership team to, you know, stop focusing on, you know, the behaviors and do something for the airmen. And they were like, well, you know, what, staff sergeant, if you have some ideas, I mean, we're all for it. So what we decided to do was have an airman's appreciation night. We opened up the club, video games, PlayStation competition, poker, and we packed the house. So, so to answer your question, school, sometimes it's easy for us to chase the symptoms, man. Sometimes it's easy for us to change the symptoms, but even a doctor realizes they can't cure a common cold. Bruh, you see what I'm saying? So therefore, we have to do better. We have to go there, be there, lock arms with our brothers and sisters in arms, 
and then be able to, uh, you know, you know, approach them on, on a level that's important to them. So I would tell you that's always been in my heart because that's kind of how I started. That's how I got introduced to the Air Force in the first place. It was about a cat that realized that, uh, you know, I had potential that I didn't see. So so I, I had to get that back, man, all day, every day. You know what? And I do commend you for that because you did the same thing for me. Right. And and I'm not going to get too deep up into it because it was almost so organic. It was it was almost like it, it was a conversation that didn't even need to be had, if that made sense. Like, yo, I see you. This is what you can do. But at any any rate, you're going to do what you need to do, whichever direction you choose. You get what I'm saying? That's what I picked up from you. Right. And you gave me options. But individuals don't give the uh, I would say young airmen or young men and women chances. They just say, well, no. You, you know, you fucked up over here. So that's a wrap. You done. You out of here. You see what I'm saying? Instead of seeing where they come from. Go ahead, Herm. Yo, Chief, so you spoke on something that uh, for me is very, very personal. You know what I'm saying? Being able to relate. When you talked about the Airmen and Moody, people were saying, like, how could you do that? Right. For me, you know, I, I come from the, when I first joined the military, I had a lot of people uh, asking me that, you know, like when I because I, when I came in, I wasn't on a straight and narrow straight and narrow per se you know I, I had my off-base tendencies but you know it was certain people that were around me that took time it's like you know he's, he's a very good worker he's passionate about work he needs to work on this i feel like now today's air force it's like we almost don't have time for that now you know what i mean well people don't take more time for that it's like hey how can we get this cat out do you see us changing back to where we would have more time you know to mentor grow because I wouldn't, I don't know if I would have survived this Air Force today as an airman, you know, uh, with the, with the attitude a lot of leaders have now, it's like, hey, you got to get them gone. We don't have time for this. Let's press. Do you see a change in that anytime soon? Well, well, I will tell you, man, and that's a great question, brother. So I would tell you, I've been in the Air Force, should be 27 years by the time I retire in June. And, and I will tell you the size of the Air Force, man. <laughs> the size of the Air Force is a half of what it was when I first came in. But I would tell you that we're start we're still maintaining and holding on to some of those cultures and all those processes, man, that we were doing. We were at that same height. So at the end of the day, a theory of constraints kicks in. You can't only do so much <laughs> with the time that you have. So so I would tell you that the Air Force is going to make sure that if there's behaviors that aren't conducive, to what we need to do in the Air Force, then we're going to make sure that that's out. That's out. Now, go back to what I said earlier, symptoms, symptoms. There's a reason why someone acts out. And this is the thing that I challenge everybody that's in a position of influence is focus your time on trying to connect with the people before they act out. That's what it's about, man. That's what it's about. So so I, I applaud for you, you guys having me on the show tonight. Because because that's really the essence of why you invited me. I think that one of the reasons that I'm here is because we make sure that the people that I'm associated with make sure that we reach out and build those relationships ahead of time before you start displaying the symptoms of bad behavior. Yo. Now, I will also tell you this, Herm, real talk, man, that Air Force you spoke of. It produced me. And I'm going to tell you, I got some baggage. <laughs> you, you're a product of it. I got some baggage. I got some baggage. But I also had really awesome leaders, man, that were able to say, hey, knucklehead, here's your potential. And if you don't straighten up, you're never going to be able to meet it. So so, so I would tell you the flip side to that is we got to be, brothers, we got to be ready to hear that and get that feedback. 
mm-hmm. got to be ready. And I, I hope that, that that's something that happens as a result of our discussion tonight. Be ready to get that feedback. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, and ladies and gentlemen, if you're just tuning in, we're talking about bridging the gap. And if you understand what we're talking about, you need to be ready. Right. Like AJ said, you have to be ready to give that feedback. If y'all can dig that, give a hashtag. Get ready. Hey, look, KJ, I want to give a shout out to Camille. She's the co-host to the uh, Sanity Check. So she's trying chiming in. And so she said it's up to us to make time because they, quote unquote, never will. Right. It's going to take a little sacrifice for leaders to reach out and mentor people in the way you were mentored. And you know what? That's dope. The, it, I think sometimes we forget. Right. It's almost like while you're in the military, you're an airman. Boom. You're struggling, whatever. You're a sergeant. So now you're struggling. And then now you're disgruntled. But now you understand the key. And then you get up, you senior CEO. But when you get up to different positions, you may experience a certain level of vertigo. And then you kind of forget, <laughs> like, yo, you was just that cat in Korea hanging people over the banister. Thugging and bugging. Thugging and bugging. and bopping. You know what I'm saying? You was out there freaking. Now, look, check this out. We got some chiefs right now. We know you can get it in, in in Korea. Okay. Come on. Let's be real, right? And listen, you put on the right song, they go do a little twerk, but then they go go back. You feel me? But it, it, the thing is, we need to be ready to have that real talk because we can see a reflection of us in the generation. Ain't much change, but technology. Hey, Big Black, what you got, bro? All right, so I'm going to change the direction of the uh, of the conversation a little bit, Chief. Um, so you have a master's degree in uh, business administration. So my question is geared towards you as you transition to become a civilian. So unless you've been living under a rock for like the last few months, there's a lot of stuff going on in our society, right? One of those is a call to defund the police. Right, which which really means uh, a call to readdress public safety, because at the end of the day, police reform or the police as itself is a uh, public entity that get paid by tax dollars. So if we the call to defund police is actually a call to kind of revisit public safety. But how do you think uh, the world of business is going to play into how we move forward as far as getting away from where we're at right now? Great question, bro. Dude, that's a that's a phenomenal question. So so you know, I know we were gonna get into the heavy, heavy, heavy conversation about the emotion associated with you know social injustices and, and how it plays outside of the uh air force and also maybe potentially inside, but we'll focus on outside of the air force right now. So so when it comes to public service, it's not it's it's, it's it, we have to make sure that we have a, a vector to our thrust. I'm gonna let that marinate for a second. A vector to our thrust. I mean, if you ever see the bottle rocket, when we fire a bottle rocket, what happens to that bad boy? Mm-hmm. It, it's got a lot of power, but it ends up confused, and eventually it may hit a target, and ultimately it probably won't. It don't get so, direction. It, it don't have no direction. Mm-hmm. So, so what? 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 And we talked about this in our board meeting a few weekends ago, a few weeks ago, about how people are starting to feel that we're not, you know, making any 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 leeway with regard to the emotion associated with the death of, of Mr. Floyd. But the reality of it is is there take there has to be a focused approach to be able to deal with some of the things that drove the situation that happened for George Floyd and for Trayvon Martin and for Mike Brown and for everyone else who's a hashtag today. So it's beyond saying defund the police because defund the police is not your answer. What your answer is, what is the issue that creates a perspective in the law enforcement ranks that feel that they have that they that they are afraid 
of a person of color. That, that That's the problem. That's the problem. So if you defund, that's not going to deal with, that's a symptom, right? You're dealing with one of the symptoms. What you should do is say, hey, Mr. Law Enforcement Entity or Agent, beat cop, councilman, public service officer, I want to explain to you how a black person feels when they get pulled over. And I want to walk you through what that looks like. And I want to make sure that you understand this is what we're going to do to help ease that angst that they have when they're then they're pulled over. It's hey, an education hey, piece. But KJ, look, you know, a real talk, we almost got to take a step back. How about this is how a black person feel when they even see the lights? How about even when they see the lights and it might not even be for them? You feel me? Yo, your anxiety level is why do I need to straighten up when I see lights and it's on the other side of the road? You dig? But you, you but you have to you have to we, we can talk about that because I, I'm certain that everybody that's listening tonight and also on the panel by show of hands can tell you a story about how it felt when they were pulled over. I can do that as well. I can talk about the fact that my vehicle was searched when I was in Jackson, Mississippi on Megar Everest Boulevard as an 18 year old, knowing that I didn't do anything. But, but I fit the description. The reality of it is we cannot stay in that emotion. The reality of it is they are great. They are good law enforcement officers. I have a cousin who's actually a law enforcement officer in Kansas. He told me a story right after the George Floyd riots were, were at the heightened level of how he was absolutely shot at. He heard the actual bullets over his head and he had to go back home not knowing whether or not that was his time. So, so I would tell you, if we talk about trying to focus on the symptom of the problem, it's much, it's, it's, it's all, it's all, it's, 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 it's thrust with no vector. So to follow up, Chief, real fast. Um, so one would argue that it's almost as if these conversations are falling on deaf ears, because this is nothing new. Like addressing police reform, criminal justice reform is no new conversation. It happened in the 90s, it happened in the 80s, happened in the 70s, 60s, and so on and so forth. So the conversation is fine and dandy, but what what are some things that you think that we can do as a nation to kind of move past this? I think I think we'd be real. Can we be real? Shit, better. And okay. You, and, you okay know, we, and I'm glad you said that because I think that's what's missing. Yeah, we'd be real. A, a lack of authenticity, but go ahead. We, we'd be real. 1955, Emmett Till was killed. 1955, that was 65 years ago, right? So here we are. What happened? Someone turned the lights on in 1955. It was Emmett Till's mother who decided to make sure that he was buried. His funeral service was an open casket. And Jet Magazine published his open casket on the cover of Jet Magazine in, 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 that, in, in that month. They turned the lights on. So one thing about perspective, we would go back to where we started out at the beginning of our conversation. Perspective is the, the, the way that you view the world, right? Fair enough. It's the way you view the world. So there were people that, that viewed the world differently in 1955 until that Jet Magazine cover showed that casket. See what, what you're doing, Seth, what you're doing, Blackjack, is you got the lights on. So don't get dis don't get disappointed with the fact that, yeah, it's, it, it, it was it was 65 years ago. But keep the lights on. Because now that way you're forced to take those cognitive biases, put them aside and focus on the true facts of the information pres presented. You, yeah. Oh. And yeah. I'm happy about that because I'm, I'm optimistic because I'm I'm fired up, man. I'm fired up about about the actions that have happened since Memorial Day of this year. 
I mean, huge, huge. The Air Force, <laughs> the Air Force is tackling this. OSD is tackling this. NFL is tackling this. I'm excited about that, man. I, I yeah. agree with you, Chief. Um, mm -hmm. I, I always say this, that I, I believe in people. And there's a um, there's a saying going around about the greatest generation back in like the, the 30s, 40s, and 50s. But I think we're actually living in the greatest generation because there's a lot of things that get ready to shift. And my personal belief, my perspective, Chief, my perspective. <laughs> That's good. I'm glad you you optimistic and also <laughs> just, just to throw something out there too. You know, I'm I'm glad that we are able to utilize what we have right now because I've always felt a need to use myself as a type of light, but it, but you have to connect with the right individuals that can see that too. You feel me? Like for example, Emmett Till, that was my cousin. So I always had that in me, but I could not never I couldn't utilize or flex the way I really wanted to because I was in a situation that wasn't designed for me to do that. Big Will, you back in, right? You good? I look at it differently. I think if you really want to inflict change inflict change, inflict change, it's legislation. Ooh. You have you need a license to carry a gun. If a cop had to be under that scrutiny, that does my black skin over see or overthrow the ability for you to feed your kids and take care of your family i think you would think twice before you make those type of acts so i think legislation is the first thing before you get emotional because unfortunately you're not going to change everybody because some people don't want to change so mm. I think if you really want to inflict change across the board it's legislation be accountable for your actions that's, that's mm. my opinion that we talk about mm. that emotional intelligence some people choose not to have that shit <laughs> Yo, and it is absolutely right. And you know what? And I love that too, man. I love that. And and that also that also lets you know that they're in a situation where they don't have to. If you get what I'm saying, that emotional intelligence they don't have to use it. What you think about that, KJ? So I would ask the question: What what do you think? What do you think Rep. John Lewis's definition of success was? Go ahead. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. What do you think Nelson Mandela's definition of success okay. was? Hold that thought. What do you think W.E.D.B. Du Bois Dubois' definition of success was? I'm talking to I'm talking to my man Will. Talking to my man Will. So so I would tell you that 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 again, I'm not suggesting that legislation is not the answer because I agree with you actually 100. But I think there's a bigger game here. Who's at the table discussing legislation? Who's at the table bringing the voice of the constituency in the local municipalities of underprivileged youth and underprivileged uh, uh, citizens of lesser economic status? Who's there? So, so while I raise you that legislation is the answer, I would tell you the next step is, how are we making sure that the collective is represented at the table when legislation is being grafted and actually legislation is being voted on. That's a, that's a, that's See, a big issue. Yo, that, that, that's real dope. That's real dope. And that is the issue, right? Because how can you do that? And look, not just that. How can you expect the type of change that you want to see if you're not putting yourself in the equation? Yeah, I understand. Maybe, but look, maybe that's a different conversation. For you. <laughs> you know, no, because look, some like some people will... Look, they, they do all this all day as far as how things should be. But when it's really time to make some change, they're like, oh, what, oh, you talking to me? They start going like this. 
You feel me? <laughs> Looking around and acting kind of funny style. Hey, Big Herm, what you got, bro? I see you contemplating. What you think? Yeah, yes, yeah, so Chief. So what I'm gathering is we have a responsibility as well. Um, just to get inside the room. Is when I'm hearing you when I'm hearing you speak, it's like when you talk about the bigger picture is that we need to do our part to make sure we're in the room to make these things happen for us instead of sitting back um, expecting other people to do it for us. Am I am I getting you right? Yes, yeah, so exactly. Not just let me tell you, man, you, you, you're part you, you're there, man, not just in the room, because I think uh, uh, Barack Obama was in the room, not just in the room. Rep. Lewis was in the room. I, I would tell you that I, I know that they move on. But there's a vacuum of talent that needs to be plugging that gap. And my my fear, my fear is that we're not preparing and developing that talent to be gotcha. ready when they're in the room. It's one thing to be in the room. You get a room and you swing and you miss. Dang, you missed an opportunity. But are you prepared to be in that room? Got you. So so where do you think we fall short as a community uh, when it comes to that? when it comes to that like what what do you think is the first steps for us to be able to get into the room and then also i mean i know we've had we've had people there but but the start seeing changes made because again like black said this is nothing new that we've we've seen it's been over and over this is our civil rights movement civil rights act movement now what what do we need to do different this time around to make sure that you know instead of people taking knees and all that type stuff which you know no we start seeing real change well, well, I think, well, first of all, I'm not going to take anything away from the movement that's happening right now by this generation, by turning the lights on and this generation influencing big business across our nation to be able to hear, hear the voice of those that are in suffrage. I, I, I can't take anything away from that. But moving into the next, the, the, the next, moving to the next level, we have to make sure that we're finding that 13 year old, that 14 year old who right now is going down a wrong path, but yet has potential. Introduce that individual to the right uh, the right strategy of financial management, the strategy of nutritional you know, development, the right strategy of how to, how, how to prepare for your future, getting them in the right circles, getting them in the right mentoring networks so that when they come out of high school, they have many more options than they have right now. I think that's a critical loan game that we have to be able to in involve ourselves in. This is this is good. This is a phased approach, right? I mean, right now we're doing the right things. We're getting the, every, the spotlights on racial injustice. Man, it is. I'm going to tell you right now, I, I never thought I would see it. Not, not like we are right now. It's because of this effort to keep the lights on, but we must do more. Here we go, folks. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Yo, power went out. Boop. Got it back on. It looked anyway, like you were saying some good stuff, Man, you was into it. <laughs> I, you, you didn't hear anything, man. Hey, well, look, hey, watch this. It's so good. I'm gonna say it again. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, hey, if you're just tuning in, this is the Lions Den. It's the best place in the world, right? But we're talking about bridging the gap. And how do you bridge that gap? And we got my man's KJ Doctor Chief Chief Doctor KJ in here, right? There we go. Right then we got black from you and you up in the building. Yo, if y'all in right now, give us a hashtag that you digging in and hashtag that you are changed okay because we always expect people to do the things that we have been gifted to do however you don't tap into your own gifts you see so you look at other individuals and kind of 
portray or project what they should do, ask yourself, what can you do? And how can you express your gift in a positive manner? Use your gift. You get what I'm saying? But we want to thank everybody for being in. We're going to take some time out for our sponsors. Without our sponsors, we couldn't do what we do. But we're so glad that we're able to do what we do, if that makes sense. Right on. Right on. Be right. One thing we can cherish during these times is family dinners. Think about it. The nice, succulent southern fried chicken, baked beans cooked to perfection, creamy macaroni and cheese, cornbread. You get the point. Come check out Kevlar's Grill, where all the meals are cooked with perfection, professionalism, and love. Located outside the Scott Air Force Base back gate inside the VFW is where you can find them. Also, they have military discount for all of our serving members. Give them a call. Their number is 618-416-5700. And that's inside Scott VFW Post 4183. And they also have Grubhub. Call them now and tell them that the Lions Den sent you. Yeah, that's right. Yo, you know y'all hungry. KJ, you remember that? I do, man. Bringing me back, brother. Bringing me back. Yo, man, listen, look, they bringing it up, man. Look, they stepping it on up, man, and, and, and just really getting it in, man. They really, really, really getting it in. But ladies and gentlemen, if you're just tuning in, that's what we're talking about, right? Being the change. Yes, absolutely. So shout out to everybody. Loveless, how you doing? Hey, Castile, what's going on, Chief? I see you up in there, up in the building. Cade, how you feeling? Right? Hey, Chief Massey, let me tell you something about Chief Massey. You know about Chief Massey? You know about Chief Massey, KJ? I don't think I do. Brother, listen, that brother there, boy. Hey, is he real deal, man? Real deal. And you know what? I, I keep a small circle of reels. You dig what I'm saying? But <laughs> that's the one right there. That is the one. But listen, ladies and gentlemen, if you have any questions, chime in, right? Chime in and 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 and, and give your input, give your questions. But I want to give you, KJ, an opportunity to talk a little bit more about the bridge and its incentives. Okay, and you can throw in who's a part of it and what the, you can if you want to. If you, you don't want to throw it out there, you can't. But if you want to flash on them, hey, listen, hey, if you want to flash on them a little bit, let them know who get it in like that to to encourage that buy-in. Feel free to do so. But the floor is yours, brother. So first of all, thank, hey, appreciate you, man. So first of all, we are in the process of establishing a nonprofit organization, not-for-profit organization called The Bridge. The bridge is, a, is an acronym. It stands for building respect, inclusivity, diversity, goodwill through education. And the, the focus of the bridge is actually threefold. It is to find underprivileged youth and be able to mentor to them, um, you know, lock arms with them and carry them all the way through college uh, or, or graduation at a minimum. Uh, also, what that bridge is focused on is also building future leaders and civic leaders. So there will be programs associated in our not-for-profit that's focused on building those skills, building those behaviors that are needed in order to make them successful leaders. And then last but not least, the bridge also is going to collaborate with public service organizations to bridge that perspective, that perspective gap, to make sure that LE uh, is aware of some of the underlying systemic issues that are in the communities. And they're not fearful of it, but they're aware of it. So, so it's a three-pronged approach to be able to make sure that we develop future leaders and we're going to start in the national capital region that's our first chapter we were about three months underway uh and as scoop said there are some heavy hitters 
in this uh, organization because they believe and we believe that we should leverage our influences to the greater good. To the greater good, to be able to help those who who, again, we're not all here because of luck. We're here because someone invested time in us. They saw something we didn't see. And, and everyone on this platform has influence. So what we want to do is harness that influence and be able to develop and rescue an underprivileged youth before they go down a path uh, of unsuccess. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, man, listen, I want to say personally, shout out to you and shout out to the, the, the incentive and the rest of the team. You know what I mean? And being able to tap in to those that have those special gifts that can see the vision. You see what I'm saying? So shout out to the whole team. And I also want to say I do appreciate being a part of it just to do the little bit that I can because with that, it's a lot of moving pieces. And, you know, we got people that teleworking and, and sometimes I'm telesleeping. You feel me? But I wish I was over there to be a little bit more connected. But if there's anything that the Lions then can do, and I'm going to say us mentoring us, anything they can do, you feel me? Look, wait, we, we're going to make sure it happens. You understand? We, we got to because that's what we're about. Seriously. Seriously, that's that's really what, we, what we're about. Big so, Scoop, so oh. Scoop, if you can do me a favor, man, if you can do me a favor, if anyone is running your screen, if you can flash the uh, actual G the email address for the bridge, if anyone is interested in in understanding how we're you know building this organization, please send an email to that and we'll keep you guys informed on on growing and building this inner this, this organization the email address is the.bridge.ncr at gmail.com again it's the.bridge.ncr at gmail.com all right so this so this is the person that that's running it <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. And then not just that, we're going to put it back up on the page so people can get it in, right? So they can see what it is. So, brother, you want to get involved? This is how you get involved. The Lions Den is how you get involved, right? That's how you get involved. You feel me? KJ is how you get involved, right? But once you get involved, get it in. You see what I'm saying? And what I don't like to do personally is get involved in a situation where I'm taking up space. Listen, this is what I can do and this is what I can't do. So I but I want to give you 100 percent of what I can do. You feel me? Instead of 30 percent of some shit I think I can do. So <laughs> that's what I promise you. Seriously. Big Herm, what you got, bro? Hey, again, uh, to, to piggyback off what Seth said, you know, uh, I, I really do believe in that message because. The, the youth, the, I mean, the youth is where it's at, where we can really influence change. If we can get to them early, like you just said, you know, I think that we, if we focus on that, we can see change. And, I, and I'm here in Tennessee now. If there's anything that I can do, you know, as far as uh, furthering the movement, I'm, I'm totally all for that. But speaking of the bridge and a nonprofit, do you, is there a five-year plan, two-year plan? of goals that you've already got set and you want to discuss that right now? Yeah, that's a great question. No, we don't. So so we're really earlier in the uh, in the phase of formation. Uh, we have a board meeting tomorrow where we're going to talk about actually making ourselves a legal entity, uh, a nonprofit 5013C. So so and we're actually going to build what that long term strategy is. We have a I mean, we have a beast on a strategy. Our executive strategy is on the board. His name is uh, Mr. Oshan Jefferson. I'm, I'm certain many of you guys know him and he got us on a plan to be able to be able to not grow too fast, but yet make sure that we concentrate all of our efforts towards our strategic strategy of, of growing the, the replacements uh, of, of for tomorrow. But I would tell you this, 
it's going to require everyone in this 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 live feed today everyone's listening because everyone has a role in this strategy i remember uh back in 1991 when i was i i i i grad i graduated high school i was a i was the oldest in my family no one had served in the military i'd gone to jackson state for two years and in 1993 i was like yeah what do i do so I took a job at the Internal Revenue Service down there in downtown Jackson, Mississippi, dropped out of college. And I ran into this guy named we're going to call him. His name is really his name is Fred. We're going to call him Fred. So I was doing some things that I can't brag about right now. And Fred looked at me and said, look, you got too much potential. You got talent. Wait, 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 wait. wait. What do you mean you can't brag about it? What, what, you weren't proud of it? Can't brag about it, dog. You can't make me talk about it. Come on, doctor. Listen, check this out. Sometimes you learn more in the streets first than you do behind the books. But anyway, to your point. I would tell you that that probably is a true statement. But for the sake of this discussion, it's, it's Fred. It's Fred. So, so Fred and <laughs> So... <laughs> Fred invested time, man. He showed me that the Air Force was an opportunity, man. No one had served before. So it wasn't it, it was because of Fred that I'm here in front of you guys today, man. That's real talk. No, no, that's dope. So 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 I think all of us, man, Fred was a retired master sergeant, man. He was a retired master sergeant. Mm -hmm. So 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 everybody here has influence, man. Yes. Let's get at it. Yes, sir. That's right. But well, most of y'all are already doing it. We late to the game. No, but I'm doing it. No, 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 no. But but you know what I tell you? And, and look, 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 we'll say shout out to Fred and them. You're absolutely right. <laughs> hey, look, hey, we all got some Freds, right? We all we all have those individuals that say, look here, young, young buck, you this you can do this, you can get with this, or you can get with that. You yeah, feel man. but with that being said, though, man, it's <sighs> I understand what you're doing. And like I said, nothing has changed but technology. Now we're able to connect with more people quicker. But what I what I want to tap on a little bit is what you alluded to earlier with having direction. OK, and I had this conversation with, a, with the chief a few weeks ago about having the right conversations mm. when we have um, individuals that don't understand the plight of the African-American, if you can pick up what I'm putting down, right? But sometimes we, as African-Americans, um, being passionate, right? And soul, right? Because we full of soul, we bring our passion to the logic and to the equation, and it can come off as off-putting to individuals that should be in a learning stage, but at the same time, we, are still learning how to connect, but we have to get through some shit first. And then it seems as though we utilize a platform and then we just blah, 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 blah. Now you may be talking to an alliance, you're right. You may be talking to an individual that can help you, but now you just close that door. What would you suggest for individuals that need to not, change the way well, yeah, change the way they say things but continue to say it with the with the fire right how, how do you what what would you do um like how would you suggest an individual do that well well first of all it's tough when you see a person of suffrage who is consistently being hit in the mouth or hit in the face or hit in the heart it's really tough for you to keep telling that individual you need to find a different way of communicating 
you need to find a different way of explaining yourself. Ultimately, it becomes exhausting, right? <laughs> it becomes exhausting because yeah. it's like there's no way to do it. You feel like, you know, like, this is game is stacked against me. But reality is it's not. I, it starts. There's a reason why in our in the bridge that the end, the last word is education. I think that when you become when you make sure you inform those in service what their options are how to understand legislation, how to understand, you know, corporate, corporate social responsibility, how to understand your place in, in inside of the, 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 the economic forces that drive our country. Once you realize your role there, then it's more easy for you to have a voice because if our voice is just being upset, is just having a hashtag, is just getting together to smoke cigars, and, and, and drink scotch to say, man, I'm pissed. If that's the ex- if that's the extent of our our action, we won't get anywhere, Bruh. And that's the deal. Like, how can you use your voice to be to be powerful but not loud? You get what I'm saying? That's the key because so, we should be so loud into the point where because we're passionate because we want to be heard. But to that point, we have not been heard for so long. So that's another frustration. It's like we saying the same shit over and over and over again. You get what I'm saying? But what you going to say? So so be careful. I, I remember the first person to introduce me to then candidate Barack Obama was the person that wasn't of color. That was the individual. That, I didn't know who he was. It was a person that wasn't of color that introduced me to Barack Obama because they believed in him. They believed in his message because Barack Obama had an an ability to be able to speak across across ethnicities, across different social economic platforms. He was able to do that. So so I'm going to be transparent. When we first started talking about our our nonprofit organization, we were going down a road where we were like, we're just going to be, this is going to be who we're going to get. We're going to be totally targeting these types of people and we're going to get at it. And I'm like, that's not going to, that's not really going to help us much. That's right. Because there are people out there that may not be of color that share in the same thought. Mm -hmm. That equity is important. Equality is important. Inclusivity is important. We're stronger if we bring all of that talent together and manage it so that we can then the collective can actually be powerful. That's what we do. And I'm gonna tell you, you we're doing it right now. I, I cannot believe I'm saying this. We're doing it, we're in the middle of a movement right now. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna transcend November uh, the 7th. It's gonna transcend the election. It's going to chant transcend the midterms of next year. This movement is long standing. So I hope everybody's down for the cause. Damn right. Damn right. You know what I'm talking about? Go ahead, Black. Um, to your point, Seth, when you talked about um, a lot of it was off-putting at the beginning, and I get it. That's one of the things I tell folks all the time. Uh, not all good intentions are met with good execution. Um, when there was a lot of when this first kicked off, a lot of people were expressing themselves. They actually ended up alienating a little bit of people. Um, so yep. the people that are allies, right? Um, but to your point, how do we make our voice louder without actually being louder? Um, men lie, women lie, numbers don't. So if, if we bring statistics, like you were mentioning, Chief, as far as the education portion, so we bring statistics into this, you can't hide from the numbers. So we can talk about the incarceration rate. There's 328 million people in America. Out of that 328 million, 79% of those are um, white. Only about 13.4% are African-American. But out of that small 134 
we're still the larger portion of incarceration rates. So we're, we're about 34% of the incarceration uh, incarceration rate. So those are numbers that you can give to people. You can't hide from this. This is this is where we're at. And these are some of the things we have to address. You, you know, you, you're right. And, 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 and what I want to touch on is that we are on a spectrum, okay? Our awakeness is on a spectrum. So it's hard to have conversations with individuals that don't want to understand numbers because they can't communicate in numbers. You feel me? So then therefore we need to make sure we're able to balance our time and our emotions because some fools ain't worth it. You dig? But we don't know that at the time because we see an opportunity. You feel me? We see an opportunity to express what's going on and what we see is going on from our point of view. And we just want you to see it too. So on that, and then with that being said, we may be on the spectrum. So I want to say shout out to everybody that's out there that may be a part of any type of diversity and inclusion type of, um, you know, discussion. But let me let, let, let's let's keep it real. Not every person of color is meant to be behind a microphone. You, did. you don't need no damn Farrakhan talking to everybody about who right, who wrong and who's the devil. Know that. Chill out. You feel me? Because how are you going to talk about diversity and inclusion, but you're actually diversifying and excluding? You feel what I'm saying? What do you think about that, KJ? So you got to be, that's, man, that's, a, that's such a great point, man. Uh, and and, and I, I tell, I challenge everybody, especially on this call and on, on this panel, that be careful about people's fragility, man. People's fragility. So, so, and it's, it don't don't just look at a white person and say that it's them that are frigid, fragile. We are fragile too. Bruh, so when, you start, when you start when you start hitting some hot button issues, our first response is going to be, "Oh, you talking about chicken and watermelon? Oh, we about to get free. no. It, 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 we're going to have a response to that, man. So when you call when you when you call a, when you call a white person fragile, they're going to have a response to that, man. So 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 what we got to do is be real. If we're talking about inclusivity, then we have to acknowledge, be aware of those things that, that, that generate fragility, because there's a story behind that, and acknowledge it. So, so real short, real quick. So if, if I if there's this term called epistemology, and I want I challenge everybody to go out epistemology. It's slow. One more time, brother. Epistemology. Epistemology. Google that, man. Google it. Or show enough. Herm. You <laughs> so, so, so the reason why I bring it up in e this epistemology, I'll text it to y'all when we're done. Right on, go ahead. So, so, and the reason why I bring it up, it's important. It's, it, it is a theoretical term that talks about the origin of your knowledge. The best way to explain it is if I take a, a styrofoam cup, fill it with water, and I, I, I inject a, a, a red dye, I take a white handkerchief, and I drop that handkerchief into that styrofoam cup, cake, uh, that styrofoam cup. What color is the handkerchief going to be? Mm. Mm. Everybody knows it's, it's, it's not a trick question. It's, it's going to be the color of the dye. Right. So that is the source of your knowledge. I mean, if that's the environment in which you were raised, if that's the environment in which you are comfortable with, that is going to influence the source of your knowledge. So 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 if you're going to go and try to challenge someone 
then you're trying to break through a barrier of what drove their knowledge, their knowledge source. And it's gonna be some dis- it's gonna be some it's gonna be some emotion there. Because mm-hmm. mom might have told you that. Dad might have told you that. And you know what? Check this out. And I'm so glad you said that because sometimes we regurgitate things from individuals that have a fourth grade education. You picking up and down. And so here you are a, a doctor and we can go through our lives. Right. And in, in our 40s, still talking about this sh- some shit that wasn't even true in the 80s. What are you doing? You get what I'm saying? Let, let, let's, let's be real. So we have to educate ourselves first before we try to educate other individuals. You feel it me? helps. Yes. I would venture to say that um, there's a lot of things we tend to plan as far as like uh, just uh, me personally, right? And we always uh, initially think of the outliers, the people, oh, they're not going to get where we're going or they're not going to get what we're trying to talk about. Man, I said we, we can't focus on those, though. We have to focus on, like, hey, there's a, there's a goal, there's a target. Let's get there. There's some people are going to jump off the ship, nature of the beast. But we got we to gotta press on, though. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I do agree. I do agree. KJ, wait, wait, hold on. Listen, everybody, look, I just want to make sure y'all know what we're talking about, right? We're talking about bridging the gap. And I mean, this is some real good conversation. If y'all can dig this, get hashtag. We can dig it. Hey, Chief Matt, I'm glad you won't, brother. Hey, that's babe, my brother, Chief Man. Listen, from Detroit, he had to talk. He, he actually screwed me on some things early on that individuals couldn't connect me to you said oh thank you whoever thank you miss porter look at this everybody screenshot that word you understand screenshot it because i didn't know it was real until today 40 years old on today i found out what it was but shout out to you ma'am but anyway i do want to thank everybody for being on but before we go of course we got to do what we got to do going to the last point of the lion's den so those of you that are interested in credit repair Look, not everybody got a fifty credit. <laughs> Big, hey, and listen, but guess what? We got we, we, look. We got eight hundred thought processes, but our habits ain't all the way together. You understand me? But ladies and gentlemen, if you need help getting your credit right or getting it to the point where you can purchase a home, I highly suggest you to contact Miss Tracy Brown, y'all. Give Tracy Brown a call. Her number six one eight five six zero three six. Eight seven, a retired Air Force uh, Master Sergeant, been getting it in, and she's still serving. That's the key. That's what we're talking about. How do you serve outside of just the military? Because you have been set up with a lot of skills that can help individuals to make meals. Can you dig it? So again, if you want to get your credit right, make sure you give Tracy Brown a call. I highly, highly suggest it. Okay, a name you can trust. Last but not least. Those of you that are interested, those of you that are interested in getting into the medical field, contact the Physicians Management Services. This is a this is a service that you can learn all of your uh, front desk uh, uh, medical skills without holding on to debt. So without creating debt. Right. So you got individuals that still paying student loans for, you know, uh, education that they haven't even used yet. Holler at them to get this on. By the way, they are virtual. So if you are, if you are able to hear my voice right now, if you are able to hear my voice right now, you can contact them and get inside of their cohorts and, and learn more about the medical billing and, and uh, coding. Okay. They will help you out with HIPAA, everything, all types of uh, compliances. Make sure you give them a call. All right. The number is 618 825 81 
All right. Tell them Lions Den sent you right on and right on. Yo, man, KJ. Woo, man, this has been it. This has been it, man. So if, if there's one thing, if there was one thing you would like individuals to know, okay? If there's one thing that you would like individuals to know about you, not the bridge yet, but about you. Because I think that's see, a lot of times people see the chief, but they forget the person behind the chief. You dig what I'm saying? The rank didn't make you. All right. And, 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 and I believe that's what keeps me connected to certain individuals because I see them and not just their rank. You feel me? So if you want to tell people what is it, if there's something about you that you want them to know, you got the, the opportunity to do that. Brother. The floor is yours. Mm, man, I, I think I think the one thing uh, about me is that um, that it's from the heart, man. It's from the heart. I, I believe that uh, we all have a purpose in life. Uh, I believe uh, that we all have our, our steps are measured. And if we're humble enough and we're patient enough, we can walk right in those steps that are ordered for us. And I, I, I think that the one thing that I would like people to know about me is that that one thing you will get from me is loyalty. Uh, you will get passion. And you will know that we're always about always about making sure that we find someone who needs that help and give it to them. That, that, that's what that's what drives me, man. So so that's how we met Scoob. I mean, my Scoob, you you DJ at my promotion ceremony, man. So I appreciate you, brother. I don't even know if I paid you for it. Did I pay you for it? You know what? You probably didn't. I think you ain't. <laughs> hey, look, you know what I think? I, I think you look. You know how it is. You get you get your strike first, then you get your money later. But I think you. <laughs> you, you, you was like, you know what? Let me just mention this, brother. And hey, man. Hey, man. Much love to you, man. Hey, man. Bigger than strikes, man. I, I appreciate our relationship, man. Blackjack, man. I've been watching you from afar. Keep doing what you're doing, man. Don't stop. Don't stop because you have a voice, man. You were doing it when it wasn't popular. You were doing it when it wasn't popular. So keep doing what you're doing, man. Uh, there is someone, some people who will benefit from, from your leadership. And both of you guys are killing it. So thank you. Absolutely. Hey, Black, what, what, you, what you got, man, for your final word, man? For, for hey, Again, uh, thank you for taking the time out to, to mentor those of us that you know, you're not geographically next to, Chief. So that's big, big on your part. Um, Seth, man, keep killing it, man. You're rocking with this uh, lines then thing, putting people together, man. So I, I think that's one of the pieces that we tend to miss sometimes is the connection piece. There's a lot of people doing a lot of individual things, but we need to um, get that connection piece going. So thank you for having me on board. If there's anything that I can do to help you guys with anything, let me know. And anyone that's watching, if there's anything that you'd like to see us do, us do better, us do differently, or I can do to personally help you, just reach out. I'm only a message away. That's all I have. <laughs> only a message away. Well, look at that hashtag. Got to love it. Got to love it. What where you at? I can't see you. Man, hey, man, my mom was calling my phone back to back. That sound like some old crazy. My mom, stuff, hey, my mom has no respect, dog, for what I'm trying to do, man. <laughs> How many times I gotta ignore her call? I told her I was doing a show. Hey, first, first I want to start off with black, man. Um, like like Chief said, I've I've been watching you for a minute too. Um when you when you started us mentoring us the the uh, tribulate uh, your trials and tribulations y'all had when y'all start first started that group you know what i'm saying it was a bumpy road man but i'm loving what it has become now you know what i mean that was one of the first things me and seth actually talked about when we met you know what i mean was us mentoring us and how you where y'all started from and he told me man it's not like that no more you know what i mean it, it's different i like okay you know what i'm saying i came back and man that page right there is something that's very much needed 
You know what I'm saying? Other communities have no problem with mentoring each other, man. We shouldn't have a problem being outward and deliberate and mentoring us as well. So thank you so much for having that, you know, that foresight to have that page. Thank you. Chief, it, I see I see great things coming with this bridge thing, brother. And, and I'm happy to be part of the group meet, you know what I'm saying? And then I look forward to when it's time for me to contribute and do my thing with that. And again, that's something Seth always puts me in things. I think he sees something in me, man. I like Seth always, he always put me in shit. He's like, hey man, you're gonna be part of this group, this bridge. Next thing you know, I'm getting text messages, you know what I'm saying? So, hey, you know what I'm saying? Um, thank you so much for, for what you what you're about to do. Because again, man, it, it is about the youth. Um, it is about the youth. When we get to them early, you know what I'm saying? That's how we affect change. So hey, whenever I can do to help. I'm, I'm with it. I'm glad nobody can see my face right now. I probably look goofy. Man, shut up. That's all I got, man. All right. Yo, but look, KJ, man, look, real quick, though, like I said, man, Jay Will would always ask this to individuals. I never gave uh gave you an opportunity. If you can go back, right? If you, can go, ah. you know it, you know it. Now, 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 when did you come in? What, 1960? WW2, man, WW2. <laughs> Yo, so look, so look, when you came off the horse and buggy to go into basic, uh, <laughs> now, if you could go back, what would you tell yourself? One sentence, one sentence, what would you tell yourself then with everything that you know now? Trust the people that you allow in your network. I've always had a dis mental discipline to allow people in my network that better me, that sharpens my iron. Trust them. Trust them. That's mm. what I would tell myself. I, I'm, I'm here because of every bump and bruise and, and obstacle that I had to hit and overcome. But I, I, it would be a much smoother road if I would just trust them. So uh, some of them, some people may not be able to say that. So I would say to you to make sure you have an inner circle. Some people that just doesn't tell you what you want to hear but that tell you what you need to hear. And then once you get that, then my advice to you will be trust them. Damn. Yo, that's solid. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it from the Dr. Chief, Chief Dr. KJ, <laughs> right? Hey, listen, man, you got it in. Hey, you got it in in the den, man. And look, I want to let you know you're always, always welcome, man, no matter what it is, any anything, because you, you have what it takes and it takes what you have, if you did what I'm saying. So, man, I want to thank you for being on. And listen, Lions Den, if this touched you in any way, please hit the share button. It only takes two seconds and it's free. Stop acting funny, right? Because there's some people that need this. And um, it doesn't make sense to hold on to this type of information because you never know what type of influence you can make and what kind of change you can be a part of. So leadership, growth, and development, that's what we're about here on the Lion's Den. So until then, we will make sure we holler at you on the flip-flop, okay? Y'all keep it easy. Later. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Make sure to listen to the show on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, and Radio Public, where you can subscribe or via RSS so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you like or dislike this episode, we'd appreciate your feedback on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Lionscast. Check out the book, The Black Collar Mindset, The Art of Strategic Thinking on Amazon or www.theblackcollarmindset.com. 
a manual to maneuver through life strategically by holding yourself accountable. Tune in next week for another episode of The Lion's Den with Seth.